0: people who grew up with strict parents, what was their most unreasonable rule? I was called at a friend's house at 11pm at night because I left two t-shirts slung over the chair of my room versus hanging them in my closet. I had to go back to my house and then I was grounded for a week. Upon getting home, my mother had gone through my entire room and tossed every item out of my dresser. She claimed they were messily put in the dresser. Fun stuff. My mom was very strict about the rating of movies and video games. One year for Christmas, a relative gave me a copy of Star Wars Shadows of the Empire for the Nintendo 64. It was a T for teen rated game, and I wouldn't be turning 13 for another 4 weeks. My mom had my dad drive me to Toys R Us to return the game. We walked into the store and over to the games counter, and he had me pick out an E for everyone rated game. We proceeded to the checkout, and as we went to the car, he handed me not only the new game, but the game we were supposed to have returned to buy it as well and told me not to let her catch me playing it. My mom's curfew was 7pm and her brother's was 12am. Her brother was about 2 years younger than her, and my granddaddy's logic was that girls get themselves into more trouble than boys. My poor mother only ever attended church functions for fun until she graduated from high school. My stepmom decided that I was using too much shampoo. She would get a little medicine cup before my shower and pour the designated amount into it. It wasn't ever enough because I had hair down to my butt. I also wasn't allowed to use conditioner. When I was in fifth grade I wrote some stuff in my diary about masturbating and a month later my mom went through all my stuff. She would randomly go into my room and tear it apart and I'd always get in trouble for something. And then I'd have to clean up the mess and be grounded for whatever amount she felt like that day. So, anyway, when she found that diary entry, she picks me up from school and won't talk to me. I get home, my door was removed from my room, that diary entry was taped on the wall, and I was threatened with a belt if I didn't answer all her invasive questions. It was pretty messed up. Wow, yeah, this one just takes invasion of privacy to a whole new level. I was slash am not allowed to do the following use the washing machine, wash the dishes, pull the weeds, vacuum outside of my room, I must ask to use the vacuum, I can't cook a meal, I can't have the remote, I get instructed on how to use the microwave that I've been using for years, and if I ask where we're going, I get told out, and I have to dress in jeans, a shirt, and running shoes no matter how hot because he doesn't like shorts and no jacket no matter how cold. This one sounds like borderline child abuse. We could not listen to music with guitars in it. I'll never forget the day my brother was listening to Sabbath Bloody Sabbath and my father took the radio and threw it through the window. Spend my childhood listening to Richard Marks and Michael Bolton. Thanks, Dad. We couldn't go sledding during the winter, or any other season, obviously, because my mom was a neat freak and didn't want to get snow slogged into the garage. So, no snow playing of any kind, really. Never built a snowman. Did get to go sledding, though, when I was an adult, and it's pretty great. All of our clothes in our closet had to be arranged by color, descending in order by shade. So, for example, midnight blue at one end of the blue section and tar heel blue at the other. And there was a system in place for colors, too. So if the yellows were by the purples, for example, there'd be hell to pay. No shoes on in the house under any circumstances. Was super uncomfortable when my brother's friend who had prosthetic legs and always had shoes on came over and didn't take his shoes off. Mom got really mad and confronted him. No Legos or puzzles allowed as they make messes and look like disorder. And I love puzzles as an adult. One of my favorite hobbies. 30 minutes of internet time a day and 99% of the time that was supervised. As in mom looking over my shoulder and commenting on conversations. We had web TV and when they weren't home, they would literally lock the keyboard in a toolbox. My sis and I could never have friends over because the house is a mess and no amount of cleaning satisfied mom because the real reason was she wanted to be able to fight with my dad at will. I had to write essays on TV shows that I wanted to watch in order to have them unblocked by the parental controls. I remember writing a riveting piece on the educational and cultural benefit of Disney's That's So Raven. Also, I wasn't allowed to watch PG-13 movies even after turning 13. Wasn't allowed to rest my head on my hand with my elbow on any table while there was also food on that table. If my parents found out I was going too fast in my car, small town, so other parents would snitch on me pretty regularly for going over 10, I had to pay my parents speeding tickets. Also, they would make me pay for the whole family's phone bill if I texted a boy. By the time I moved out at 17, I had given them well over a grand in punishment money earned at the Sonic drive-in. I was not allowed to talk to boys. One Christmas Eve day, I was doing last minute shopping in the downtown of our little town. I ran into two male friends from my German class and we talked for several minutes and wished each other a Merry Christmas. Oh, I was 15 at the time. My older sister drove by and saw me and told my parents I was hanging out with boys. When I walked in the house, both of my parents were waiting and the yelling began. Some Christmas Eve. I was from a large family and discipline was very strict. If myself or one of my siblings broke one of the major rules, my parents would hold a truth session. All the children would be brought to my dad's study where the guilty party would be given an opportunity to confess. If nobody came forward, we would be hit in turn in order of ascending age. The eldest four were hit with a sewer rod, while in deference to their age, the youngest ones would get a whack of a bamboo stick. A sewer rod is basically a four foot long flexible rubber rod around an inch thick with a metal cap. It would leave the most remarkable welts. Horrendous things, really. Anyway, this would continue until someone admitted their guilt. At that point, they would receive the blows that everyone else had received to that point. So, that was awful. I fully acknowledge that. I'm under no illusions. However, that wasn't the actual unreasonableness. No, the unreasonable part was that the person who caused the truth session didn't always receive the accrued punishment owed for having their siblings beaten. Sometimes they could just be let go, making their siblings hate them for causing pain to them. There'd be no explanation. The study door would be opened and we'd all be told to leave. That meant you could be rewarded for holding out and avoiding the punishment you'd definitely get if you admitted it at the beginning. My parents now tell fun stories about how when I was a child and I'd done something wrong, I'd always begin with, let me tell you my story. Ha ha, they chortle at my childish phrasing while I recall the terror that such an approach was meant to stave off there were a lot but the most ridiculous one to me was that they didn't want me volunteering during high school i was visiting the elderly and they said it was too dangerous to be around strangers like that and the time was taking away from my studies most extracurriculars i wanted to do they had a huge problem with but it didn't hit me how absurd it was until it was about senior citizens my father was very very strict i wasn't allowed to have alone time with my mother he beat the crap out of me constantly But the oddest thing that still bugs me to this day is that he would burn all my things as punishment. And I get it, seeing my toys and valuables burning sucked, and I probably learned some lessons. But he not only burned toys, he would burn everything. Every year or so for school, we would go and buy me new school clothes and shoes. He would burn those, like sometimes days after he bought them. At 8 years old, I remember thinking, you now have to buy me more clothes. But that wasn't the point, I suppose. He once took me to the Palace of Auburn Hills in Detroit to see the Globetrotters one year, and during the night, he bought me a Globetrotters basketball in Jersey. We had a really fun night. The very next day, I left something on the floor in my room, and his punishment, among other things, was to burn the basketball in Jersey he bought for like $150 less than 24 hours earlier. It just never made sense to me. My friends would joke about it all throughout middle and high school. I was not allowed to wear makeup or shave until 16. My mom was controlling about food. Everything was kept track of. I had to be in marching band in order to get my permit. I had a job, but even if I worked a second shift, which I did, and came home at 11, I would have to clear the plates from the table for the dinner that they ate. If I asked to hang out with a friend in the presence of said friend, the answer was automatically no. I was only allowed to do things if the friend or their parent was paying for it. The straw that broke the camel's back and ultimately made me move out at 16 was that I had to live like a boarder. Showers cost $5. A load of laundry was a dollar for washer, a dollar for dryer. Telephone time, 25 cents per minute. Wow, I feel like that's really taking things to an extreme. The parents must have been flat broke themselves and in desperate need of money or something. No trends or passing fads. Pokemon? Banned. Barbies? Banned. Beanie Babies? Banned. PlayStation slash Game Boys? Banned. Anything particularly fashionable or popular, regardless of actual merit, was met with derision and we'd be mocked for even suggesting interest. We were achingly frumpy kids with interests in cultural references, or lack thereof, that isolated us from our peers and they wondered why each of us were bullied. My parents were pretty slack, but my best friend's parents were so strict. She would escape to my house for freedom. It's 12th grade and it's prom. Her parents allowed her to go to prom but said she wasn't allowed to dance. We all went to prom and had fun dancing. Until she saw her parents standing at the back watching. She then moved out for university. After her first year, she came home to work for the summer. She'd been on her own for a year and supporting herself and her parents gave her a 9pm curfew. She spent a lot of time at my house that summer. She was married by the next summer and didn't have to deal with it. Individuality was almost a cardinal sin in my parents' house. You wear what they like. You eat what they like. You do what they like. You do not, under any circumstances, act like a human being with hopes, dreams, and opinions. My mom was insanely controlling about food. Weird rules were in place, like one slice of lunch meat per sandwich. No one but her was allowed to cook. She made one giant batch of spaghetti or something, and we'd have leftovers for days, so she only had to make dinner twice a week. She didn't work or anything, just didn't like cooking every day. Breakfast was cold cereal, and you'd only be allowed a small bowl with just enough milk to moisten it. Occasionally, she'd bake something called corn toasties, which was simply cornbread baked in a sheet pan. She'd cut them into squares and fill the freezer with them, and we could have one of those for breakfast as an alternative. Once, when I was 14, I bought a pack of hot dogs at the store, snuck them home, and lit the grill. I was almost done cooking them when she came out screaming about fire hazards and swatted the plate out of my hand. She'd been making spaghetti. What an ungrateful little bastard I was. So then she orders a pizza for the rest of my family, wraps individual servings of spaghetti in freezer paper and puts them away. She tells me that I will be eating nothing else until it's all gone. Took about two months to choke it all down. Went without eating a lot of days. I was also grounded for over a year but I sure learned a lot about consequences. I wasn't allowed to go out, like ever. If I was going to hang out with someone, it had to be on the weekend, planned at least a week ahead, and my parents had to meet their parents and drive me there. They would come get me before the sun went down. Not a rule, but if I got up to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night or was reading because I couldn't sleep, my mom would come screaming up the stairs, why are you up? and sometimes hit me. I wasn't allowed to close the door in my room. There's more, but that's all I can think of right now. Mostly, my mother would just yell about everything. Not my parents, but my high school friend had very strict parents. This was shortly after 9-11 and the anthrax scare. It was Halloween evening, and a group of us were supposed to head out and light fireworks around the neighborhood. Well, my friend wasn't allowed to come out that night because his mom was worried about terrorists bombing our country with anthrax. We live in Canada was forced to drop out of high school in the fifth grade because my grandmother believed that most people have no souls and were demon-possessed. She said that the world was unsafe to roam freely because Satan was trying to corrupt God's children. This led to a very sheltered life and very silly things like having to pray over every individual item that entered the house. Food, toiletries, dish soap, you name it. I'd get woken up at 2am to be screamed at for over three hours over something God had told her that I did wrong. So, yeah, I guess the most unreasonable rule I grew up with was not being allowed to leave the house. Not my parents, but my best friend's parents were insanely strict growing up. When we were pre-teens and sleepovers were all the rage, if we wanted to have one, we literally lived on the same street, it's a two-minute walk between our parents' houses, we had to plan it at least a month in advance, if not more. Even then, for whatever reason, her parents would only agree to them rarely. So really, we only get to have like two or three a year. One time I started getting sick at school on a Friday and we'd planned a sleepover, ages ago as usual, for that night. I was feeling absolutely awful but tried my best to stay at school because obviously if I went home sick, the sleepover would be called off. Made it to lunch and then the teacher called me over and said I was white as a ghost and burning up and had to go home. My best friend and I were devastated. Sad day. My dad was a narcissist. Biggest rule in the house was not to make any noise around him. If he was home, the whole house got quiet and tense. Even my mom used to eat her cereal in the bedroom because she'd get in trouble for chewing crunchy food. Now she's long rid of him and married to a way better guy, but she still apologizes for eating crackers. In the 1970s, my extremely conservative Mormon mother would take the masks out from grocery store plastic Halloween costumes those wretched ones with thin elastic string to hold them on, and widen the eye holes with scissors as much as she could without destroying the mask. When we asked why this was necessary, she informed us that in our church we don't like masks because it was a group of masked men who murdered brother Joseph. So we want to be able to see your face clearly enough, even if your Halloween mask's on. Totally pointless and ineffectual dogmatism, except that whatever that is was never any kind of LDS dogma. I was interested in learning about Wicca because I was young and in high school. Early 2000s, when Harry Potter was still happening and all that stuff. My mom and stepdad found out by reading an email I sent to my cousin. It was the summer and they freaked out. Took everything. I couldn't read. I couldn't listen to music. I couldn't watch TV or movies with the family. I couldn't hang out with friends. Couldn't talk to my cousin anymore. Basically, anything that might bring me pleasure was taken. They made me do chores all day, would go on family outings without me, and soon I became a shell of a person. I started having a lot of bad thoughts that made me really scared and I decided not to go through with, so I turned myself off. They hated it. They weren't getting a rise out of me anymore. Anything they said to me. Since their narcissism relied on a victim, I wasn't a source anymore, so they extended my grounding even further. They could have told me to go pick up dog poop in the backyard with my teeth and I wouldn't have flinched. My stepdad's family, just as terrible, would come over and belittle me as well. I was told to smile, so I'd humor them and flash an empty smile for a second and return to my blank expression I had to find solace in. All this was to save me from going to hell. The only thing that saved me that summer was my visitation with my dad." My mom and stepdad tried to paint him in a bad light, like he was the abusive one. Even as a kid, I knew my dad didn't make me feel as bad and empty as they did. I eventually got through it. Years later, about four years now, I ended up working at a job unexpectedly with a girl I used to play with in the neighborhood. I always wondered why she stopped showing up. When I wasn't home or in another part of the house, she came to the door and asked to play. One of my parents opened the door and told her I didn't want to play with her anymore. I always wondered why she never hung out with me or talked to me. Even finding this out in a more recent term, I cried and apologized to her. I could have had a great friendship with a lot of people, but they just wanted to alienate and control me. Unfortunately, this is just the tip of the iceberg. I don't talk to them anymore, but I still live in the same city as them, and I have a lot of social anxiety because of that. One of my roommates exhibits the same kind of behavior my parents were so kind as to bestow upon me. It makes things difficult to handle. I just want people to be happy and live in a healthy environment. It's so messed up that the biggest monsters in the world are the people closest to you. I had to be home by the time the street light that was at our house turned on. If I didn't make it, I'd get grounded. Turned out, years later, I found out that my parents had control of the one light in our yard with a switch in the utility room. It wasn't solar controlled to turn on when the sun went down like the other street lamps in the neighborhood. I have too many to name growing up in an Asian household, but the one that was the most embarrassing was I was not allowed to shave my legs or armpits and I hit puberty at an early age. So I had really hairy armpits and legs and was forced to wear shorts to gym class. I was so embarrassed about my legs that I would wear shorts with opaque pantyhose, which just made the whole situation worse and was the butt of many jokes in middle school. My mom has apologized thousands of times since, but it still brings back crappy memories. I had a ton. I think the most unreasonable was that we, my siblings and I, weren't allowed to know where we were going during car rides. If we'd ask, we were told business and figure out we were going to the store or whatever only after we arrived at our destination. This lasted until I moved out. Another was asking for permission to use the bathroom every time. This didn't last as long. Okay, I think this is the second time this has come up about not being allowed to ask where you're going during a car ride. Guys, can you let us know in the comments, is this a common thing? I've never heard of this before. A friend of mine wasn't allowed to wear shorts to school unless it was already over 80 degrees when she had to leave. School started at 7.40am, so this almost never happened, even on days where it reached over 90 midday. The school didn't even have air conditioning. My dad was incredibly strict while I was growing up. Two of his stupidest rules were, number one, my brother and I had a bedtime of 9pm until I was a senior in high school. Number two, bedtime was so strict that we weren't allowed to get up to use the bathroom after 9pm. And number three, he made us have a babysitter until I was 14 years old. Of course, he denies ever doing any of these things to this day. Another very stupid rule was no locked doors in the house. Ever. As in, locking the bathroom door wasn't allowed, and my dad proclaimed that he should be allowed to come into any room in his house anytime he wanted. He would often try to come into mine and my brother's rooms while we were changing or something, so I got into the habit of changing my clothes very quickly and only when our dad was upstairs or something. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. Put the playlist on in the background to finish listening to all the stories, linked at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Genius, give Am I the Jerk a shot, linked in the description as well. Either way, thanks a lot for watching, and we'll see you guys next time.